everybody. Welcome to the second segment, episode 238, Sold with Updike Pew. I'm Jeff Updike. I'm Weston Pew, and today we're going to talk about Texas Housing Insight. This is a lot of information that just came out from the, what was it again? Texas A&M Real Estate Research Center. There you go. You heard from Jeff. And this is great information, <clears throat> and this is actually written by three different, probably researchers, mm -hmm. I would guess, and that is Joshua Robson. Yelling Yang and Kobe McMeans. Lots of big information. We're going to put a link in here. It's 18 pages long. A lot of it also has pertains to new sale, mm -hmm. new construction, starts, permits, all of that. That we're not going to really delve into. No. But uh, one of the things I wanted to say about the, the research that's done down here is they have a, a, their chief economist is a guy named Jim Gaines. And Jim I, has probably worked for them for almost my entire career. And he is one of those really funny economists that mm -hmm. can get up there and break it down in the information that you really understand and make it relatable. Um, he left in 2020 and then somehow they convinced him to come back in 21. He retired in 2020 and they convinced him to come back in 21. And, uh, and I, it was it, the real estate industry, like on a statewide level was really unhappy when he retired. <laughs> I can see because the first time I ever heard him speak was at the Netris. They do that annual look at what's happening mm -hmm. in the economic stand. Mm -hmm. And I was sitting next to Kathy Hewitt, I'll never forget. And he got up there and started talking and he, I had not heard the doom and gloom that was on mm -hmm. the horizon. Mm -hmm. And he made a comment about if one or all of the Manufacture vehicle manufacturers collapses in the economy and what that was going to really do that mm -hmm. was going to be massive and I thought who is this quack up here talking and then lo and behold mm -hmm. they, they were hauled in before Congress and yep. Ford was the only one who didn't have to take the bailout but mm -hmm. they did take the bailout so everything was on equal terms. Mm -hmm. but, really great Ooh. research that happens there. Um, I think today we're gonna we're kind of focus on on three areas just um, home sales volume, median housing prices, and then we're just look at some historical uh, information about the number of sales that happened. And so when we look at it right now, it, overall, overall in the state in May, there was an actual uptick in the number of sales. Um, and at the same time, the leveling of the active listings continues to drop. And that is resulting in a shorter markets, time to sell and price growth. And we've seen both of that happen in our mm -hmm. market as well. Let's look at the, the first chart while you go ahead and talk about that, because uh, I think this is really ties into what you're, what you're saying there. You bet. And the market uh, time shrunk for the first time since March of 2022, and now stands at 56 days. And what I thought was really interesting is that the median price has steadily increased by 0.4% each month. And that this year, it, and that this year it is but fifteen thousand short of the record high from a year ago. Wow! So, so, so this broke down into the, these four primary markets: Austin, Round Rock area, the DFW Metroplex, Houston, the Woodlands, Sugarland, and then uh, San Antonio, New Braunfels. And you could see that the DFW Metroplex makes up the majority of uh, the home sales that happened in uh, in. Even between April and May of this year, there was just the slightest number of home sales that went up. And it's interesting because we, I think we saw that happen because of the seasonality of inventory and how that kind of rolls in. Right. But normally, I think we would see that jump between, especially in closings between April and May. Uh, gosh, I would have thought that that, you know, we'd normally see that go up by 10%. One of the other highlights that I thought was really interesting is that 
Dallas and Houston had so much pull that they actually were able to pull the state numbers down as far as month of inventory. Interesting. Their pull was so great that it actually dropped it down to 2.6. Mm. So Dallas was actually down to eight. Uh, let's see, it went down 8% and Houston went down 19% in the months of inventory. So that's quite a big pull. Uh, and again, those are two giant, per, uh, as you see here, mm -hmm. uh, of the markets. They're big, pool, big pools of the sales. Uh, the next slide that we're going to look at talks about the median sales price and that uh, we're meeting housing prices. We're, we're really, I'm actually, be, I'm, I'm happy to see a little bit of red over on the right hand side because, oh my gosh, it's the last several years have just gone nuts. And uh, like in the Dallas Fort Worth area, we only saw a 0.2% decrease in median home prices between April and May. And again, because of seasonality, I would have thought that we would see that go up maybe three or 4%. You know, and it's really interesting because, you know, of course, these are really large and this is everything that is in our MLS. But if you carve it out neighborhood by neighborhood, it can get completely different than what we're seeing right here. Mm -hmm. So this is why it's so important when you're looking at real estate. These are great guidelines. and This is interesting to kind of forecast and everybody wants to know about this. But when you're driving it down into zip codes, neighborhoods, school districts, you really need to have that information that's available. Definitely. Real estate is local. Local, local, local. <laughs> the last um, slide that we're going to look at is a actual graph. And one of the things that we kind of wanted to pull away from this graph, because this is residential home sales, is that about 2006, you can see that Texas's economy and sales, specifically to real estate, began to divorce itself from the national average. The robust economic growth that we have here has really lent itself to a healthy real estate market. And you can see, yes, we track and have the same ups and downs, and sometimes ours are more significant in either direction, but overall we continue to gain ground and be more productive than the national average. And you can see there, uh, especially toward the, the, the right side of it, say over the last eight to 10 years, how you know we experienced that really low uh, number of transactions, but I think that was the, the point we were at that lowest point of the inventory because we were post-COVID or at least vaccines were out. We were, were, you know, but then we began to see that recover. And I think we've seen this, this slowdown that you see in the graph, again, trending, trending just like it does nationally. But I think we're so much higher because we've had so many other people move to Texas over the last several years and stay here. I mean, we, we net 100,000, 100,000 plus people in the DFW Metroplex every year. Yeah, when people used to say, oh, but you'll be commuting against the flow, mm -hmm. that doesn't exist anymore. It does not there's exist always, anymore. There's <laughs> always flow here now. It is ridiculous. Well, there's a lot of information because there is so much information because this is a short segment. We are going to provide you with a link. Flip through it. If there's something that you thought was really interesting, let us know. We'd love to hear about that. If you have questions or why something looks like that, let us know. We'll help you figure that out too. And just remember, we want to be your realtors for life. When you're ready to talk real estate, you can reach us online by phone or by text at 214-377-2223. And remember, we want to be your realtors for life.